If you're an entrepreneur, you, you got to have an element of salesmanship to yourself. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned over the, you know, since I was 16, I'm 35 now, so it's a long time of doing some type of direct sales, is that you got to, one, develop discipline because yeah. most of the time in this type of line of work, you're not clocking in, clocking out. Mm -hmm. And then two is like embrace the rejection and know that you're getting that much closer to a yes and that much closer to the financial freedom you're seeking. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want to need all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. Let me show you What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens, back at the Runner Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And I'm excited today because this industry we're about to talk about today is exploding. It's one of the fastest growing sectors of business in America. And I got one of my friends, Mr. Kevin Nordine, to talk to us all about it, man. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Good, good, good. So, Happy to be here. This, this space that's growing, some of y'all probably been knocked on the door by people talking about it, maybe called, maybe messaged about it, is the solar industry. And so I got a lot of questions about it because I've just recently started looking into it, maybe in the last seven or eight months. Because I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's happening over here. Because you, you hear these stories of people making incredible amounts of money. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that don't even know what solar is. So, so for us that are new to this space, what exactly is solar? Well, I mean, there's a lot of different kind of niches within the solar industry. Yeah. And my experience has been the residential rooftop solar. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean... You basically are convincing people to take the money that's already in their budget, right? And they can simply redirect it towards typically a cheaper fixed solar payment, okay. and they get to go from renting their power to owning it. Yeah. So it's one of the really unique value propositions where the people are already spending the money, right? And now we get to just inform them on how they can spend it in a more wise way and take advantage of different incentives to do it. Yeah, because I, I, when as I looked into it, I was like, okay, let me. I started thinking about, it, I'm like, man, what? When do you ever get rid of an electricity bill? It is, yeah, 2000 never. <laughs> it's like never. It's like, and I'm right. thinking like, man, my parents have been paying electricity bills forever. My grandparents paid electricity bills forever. And so it's really one of those things that I've really never really been touched on until, I, I guess for me it's recently, but I guess solar's been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's been around for a good chunk of time. Yeah. I mean, it started back in like the 50s. I mean, solar panels were coming around. It was really expensive in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And now it's just gotten a lot of momentum where the subsidies are right, the access to financing is right, and it's at that sweet point where really everybody can afford it. Got it. Okay. Because yeah. I, I know one of my thoughts initially was, okay, this sounds good, but it also sounds very expensive. Mm -hmm. So is it expensive today? and how do people pay for it? Yeah, so what they do and what our process is, is we look at their house mm -hmm. where they're getting sun and yep. where the sun is hitting their roof and where it's the most efficient. And then we look at their utility program. So the utilities offer different things called like net metering where they buy back your energy and stuff like that. Okay, and because I've heard that's how some people can like almost get paid yeah, electricity in this yeah they're almost people. getting paid to switch to solar in yeah. a way, plus there's a federal tax incentive, okay. and even some states have state incentives and utility incentives. So we look at all of that, and then we break it down, and we show them, like, hey, this is what you are spending. This is what you could be spending. 
Again, everybody's already spending on the money, like you said. Everybody's been paying for energy forever. It's yeah. like it's a bill you would never cancel. You're not gonna live without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the last bill. You'll cancel Netflix. Yeah. You'll cancel all these other things. Yeah. You're not gonna cancel your energy bill. Yeah. So now you get to just show them, like, hey, instead of paying two hundred dollars a month, why not pay hundred and fifty dollars a month? Hmm. And it's fixed, it never goes up. Got and it. they're getting these subsidies and different things like that. So how they pay for it is with a budget that they already have for energy. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. So could you maybe shed some light on some misconceptions about solar? Because I'm sure there's a few of them out there. Yeah, I mean, I would say some misconception is is that you, no matter what you save money, it's not the case. Okay. You know, some programs That's are different in different states. Yep. Um, you know, that you're going to get a check from the government no matter what. You know, you do have to qualify for the different tax credits to go solar. Like, yep. you have to pay taxes. Yep. You have to have tax liability to actually get that money. Yep. Those are kind of some of the main, yep. you know, I mean, there's other things out there, but those are like the main two. Got it. What about, okay, if, it, if I live in a place that is got a lot of cloudy weather or if it's cloudy or raining one day at the house do i not have electricity for that day uh yeah no that's another misconception okay, yeah, okay. for that's sure like people are like oh man if it's not sunny it doesn't make sense but at the end of the day almost every single rooftop solar install for homes is tied to the utility grid okay so on those days where it's not as efficient or you know they're not producing as much energy that's completely fine they tap into the grid if they need to Got it. Okay. So the so, grid is there as, as as a backup. Got it. Okay. So how does somebody get you ever heard the term, I'm sure you have, but like off the grid. What mm -hmm. is, what does that mean? And is that possible with solar? Yeah, I mean it it is possible. Um, but once a house already has a meter on the side of the home, it's it's you're kinda SOL, you're kinda stuck with the grid in some capacity. Okay. But if you're building something from the ground up, you can you can do it. Like, I mean, you just need a ton of batteries. You know, it's 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 not that is very expensive. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's still that that's kind of like the the holy grail where it's going. You know, and I'm I'm sure the the energy storage is only going to continue to grow. It's still in its infancy, mm -hmm. but it is possible. You know, Got you it. can be off the grid and, and be using solar and battery storage. Yeah. What do you feel like? Because it seems like to me, I, I've you know I'm been paying an electric bill for maybe 15 years. But it seems like it's always going up. Mm -hmm. It's almost almost like gas, but it's like a little bit more sneaky because it's you, like I have an auto pay, so sometimes I don't even right. pay attention to it. But like when I do look at, it, I'm like, wait a minute, it was four hundred fifty dollars last month. Why was it that high? Like, right. have you what have you seen as like reasons why people still keep having increase in electricity? Well, I mean, just the cost of everything, inflation is real, right? Yeah. I mean, especially nowadays with what's going on through COVID, all that money that was printed, and yeah. now it's kind of coming to a head. Now the bills are due, and now you're just seeing inflation just skyrocket. And the energy sector doesn't get to escape that. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a little bit of, I don't even know how to explain it, but these utilities, you know, it's they're monopoly, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we have no other option. Sure, we can go solar, but we can't pick different energy companies per True. se. There yeah. is some deregulated markets out there, but most of the time, whatever power company is on the side of your house, you got to use them. Yeah. And, you know, historically, they go up, you know, anywhere from 2 to 6%. But over the last year, like in 2022, the, across the country, it was 10% increase. Wow. So, sure, it's not a lot on like a $200 bill. Oh, it goes up to 220, 
But if you zoom out and you look at over a 10-year period, it might go from 200 to 400. Yeah, that's true. And that's where it starts to get, you know, that's where the pain is. And that's why people yeah. are starting to look at other options. Yeah, you know, I always teach people that inflation is the silent income killer because you really don't notice it, you know. And I, and, and I share with people, and I'm sharing with y'all too, is like anytime the cost of things go up, like even like Netflix just went up from like, you know, $9.99. I, I got an email. I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to check it. It was like they was going for like $19.99. If that's the case, we're going to have to have some conversation today for looks. But when, when, when the cost of things are always going up, but your income is staying the same, you really take a pay decrease. Right. And so we're like, oh, it went up by 20 bucks. Well, yeah, but you just also lost. If you make $20 an hour, you just lost an hour of your life right. that used to go towards something else. Now it goes here. But it's quiet because you don't really see it. It's not like they call you like, hey, by the way, we just want you to know we raised your rates. Sometimes it's like a little line on the, the bill that's just popping up that's, that is coming. And so for us, especially as entrepreneurs, we got to pay attention to the little increases because those are the things that really make a big difference when you zoom out, like right. you said. 100%. So the, the solar space is growing, and I want to get your opinion why in just a second. But I hear it's a lot of money being made. Oh. But like People are almost getting ridiculous checks. So let's talk about the money really quick. What kind of money have you seen people make uh, in the solar space? Yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely I've been in the industry for a decade now, okay. and I've witnessed you know people in the early twenties you know making one hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand dollars selling a cheaper power bill. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're all they're doing is showing people the math, right? It sells itself. It's just you got to build trust and things like that. So mm -hmm. it is still sales. You got to you know get through the you know oh you know I don't trust you or this seems yeah. too good to be true and, and you know. I've been in it for a long time. I know how to train people to teach them how to do that. But I've also seen leaders get to the point where they're running teams and they're making well over seven figures. Wow. It's completely doable. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, this, mm -hmm. is, this is a little intriguing here. So yeah. th let's talk about the income potential because you're saying, okay, a person can make six figures, maybe a quarter million a year. That's by themselves. That's by themselves, yeah, just selling it. Yeah. Okay, so if... So I, I talked to a homeowner. It has to be a homeowner, right? Can people rent? Yeah, no. With the programs that we, we do, it's, it's specific to homeowners. Okay. Yeah. So I talked to a homeowner. They're like, all right, let's do it. I qualify for it. I'm sure um, there's is some type of credit check. Because I don't, like, yeah, the, average, yeah. the average deal, the average, like, solar system costs what? I would say average is about thirty-five to $40,000. Okay. But people are paying still a lot of times less or about what they're paying for the electricity bill? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so we have access to no money down financing. They don't pay a penny until the system's up and installed and operating. Got it. So they're not being double billed or anything like that, like I said at the beginning. They're taking that 200 let's say they're paying $200 a month, and then, you know, in a de de decent market, they'll go from 200 to maybe like 175 Okay, that's still... So they're saving 25 bucks a month, and that payment over time doesn't increase like the utility. So mm. it's not volatile. It's fixed. It's predictable. And their money's going towards an asset. I always say it, it's it's kind of similar to like home ownership versus renting. Okay. Rent, you know, you're subjected to the landlord that can raise the rates at any time. Yep. And if you live in there for 10 years and you spend 40 grand on rent, how yeah. much of that money do you get when you move out? Nothing. You get nothing, right? Mm -hmm. You get a bill for painting the house or redoing yeah. the carpets because your dog chewed up or peed yeah. on them. Um, versus solar, you're, it's kind of like the ownership. You're paying towards an asset, and eventually you have a light at the end of the tunnel where you own it. So you're building equity. So you can do that with your power bill now. Got it. Okay, so if, if I choose, let's say I want to put 100% of my energy on solar, right, and I pay for the system that's 35000 40000 but I pay it in payments over time. Mm -hmm. Then when I pay that system off, 
then I don't have an electricity bill anymore. Potentially, yeah, depending okay. on what utility company and how the buyback program works. I mean, definitely we have experienced people that could educate you. I'll get you a quote. I'll break it down yeah, for yeah, you and yeah, let yeah, you know yeah, what's possible yeah, with yeah. your current yeah. utility company. Yeah. But, yeah, in essence, that, that could happen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I like that. So now I explain this to a homeowner. I explain them the benefits, and then I, they sign the, the, the contract or the agreement, whatever it is. They get solar installed. Me as the person that had that conversation that's selling it, what what, do, what does that look like for me? Yeah, as far as like the commission on the job, yeah, yeah I would say on average, it's anywhere from thirty five hundred to upwards of ten grand, just depending on the market and how big of a system and all of that. Wow. Okay. Now I don't know if this is like insurance because insurance has like chargebacks, like you know people will like let's say they have it for like because typically you sell insurance your commissions is an advance payment on like a year. Mm -hmm. So if somebody keeps it for six months, then you're charged back or they, they claw back, take back half of it. Is solar the same way? Like, okay, I get it installed. Yeah, no, it's a good question. They gotta keep it for five years. Yeah, no, so if it's installed, I mean, I mean, the money's yours. Yeah, they can't really cancel at that point. You know, it. once it's up on the roof, it's they own the system. Sure, Got they're it. making payments towards it, but that it's theirs. They, they can't get a chargeback. There is ways you can get charged back if you get upfront commission. You yeah. know, like our company will pay a little bit of upfront commission, around thirty percent upfront, and then seventy after it's installed. You know, me personally, I don't take any money up front because I hate seeing any red marks on a commission yeah, you know, report. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I've gotten to that point where I can afford to do that. Making some money, you know. You know, know yeah. So, <laughs> but hey, you got to get it how you live. And if you need some upfront money, I mean, you got to take it. But, you know, that's where we train you and support you to where you have a low cancellation rate. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does this take licenses to do? It doesn't. Okay. You know, we have certain kind of certificates you got to go through training yep. and get onboarded and make you know we want to make sure you're properly prepared because yep. we don't want you missing out on opportunities Correct. and doing a disservice to your customers and yeah. saying things that you don't necessarily need to say yeah. or promising things that can't be fulfilled on yeah yeah because i think i've only seen just in my it was limited research but maybe like california may have had like a little some type of i don't know i don't want to call it like a license but like some type of certification or something that you have to have yeah out there i mean it's gotten stricter in california you do have to have like a i, I forget the exact term but you do need to have like an in-home sales license okay you know california yeah. they're, they're they're the kings of making money every which way so the government's <laughs> good or whatever the state is going to make their money off of it it's yeah. like 280 bucks or something okay. like that to get one got it what made you choose solar as a career I would say, you know, for me personally, I've been in direct sales since I was 16, slanging the AJC, you know, okay. Atlanta Journal Constitution, I'm Atlanta native. Okay. And I just saw the flexibility that direct sales gave me. Okay. You know, I ended up going to get my, my college degree, my master's degree, and I thought I was going to get, you know, suit and tie shirt, I'm wearing a button up now. Yeah. I thought I was going to get to something more professional sales, commercial real estate or something like that. But what really appealed to me with uh, solar is just how much commission is there and how simple the math is to break down to a customer. Yeah. It's like every single person in America who owns a house, they're spending money on electricity yeah. and they're not gonna live without it. Who's turning the candles anytime soon? Yeah, Nobody. No. Mm -mm. And the cost of it's only getting more and more expensive. And now I just saw all the subsidies and all the momentum behind it. And I was like, so I can make three you know, to seven, 10 grand, selling a cheaper bill that's fixed. They get to avoid inflation. And then I have the opportunity to recruit and duplicate myself and other people and make money there too. And then I just saw like, I mean, it was, it's a rocket ship. 
You know wow. what I mean? I think Warren Buffett quoted it, said it's going to be the largest transfer of wealth over the next 10, ten years is yeah. the clean energy sector. Yeah, for sure. So I've been in it for 10 years, and yeah. now we got another 10-year run with yeah. the tax credit extension. So I'm riding it to the yeah. sunset. Yeah, I like it. I like it. What, what would you say to someone that is looking at going solar and say, look, these, these, are, these are Kevin's top reasons why you should go solar? Um, I would say the top reasons to go solar is one, obviously you got to own a house. You know, yeah. let's look at, you know, do I qualify to go solar? Yeah. Do I own a house? Do I have at least like a 650 credit score to mm -hmm. take advantage of the low, you know, zero down financing? And what is my utilities buyback program? Okay. So those are the kind What's, of qualifying what factors. What does that mean? What is buyback? So net metering is where the utility will reprogram your meter on the side of the home to go be a bi-directional meter. Because our meters go one way, and at the end of the month, they're going to send you a bill for how much power you consume. Okay. When you get enrolled into the solar program, if it's one-to-one -one net metering, during the daytime, your solar system is going to be producing energy. And that meter is actually going to be running backwards. You're going to be accumulating oh. credits to pull from at nighttime. So in a perfect scenario, you can get to a net zero bill, which is insane. Hmm. Um, some of the top reasons to do it, you know, you're sick of seeing inflation. You're sick of renting your power. Yeah. You want to, you know, make a more wise investment for your energy. Take advantage of the equity increase by putting solar up on your house. You want to get the incentives from the government to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like... Sure, you might not support the government giving subsidies or whatever. Well, don't you want to play your cards to win? Yeah. So it's like take advantage of that because it's there. So yeah. I would say those are some of the main reasons, you know, save money, increase the value of your home, get the subsidies and incentives to do it and save a ton of money. I mean, you're talking about six figures if you look at the long term, multiple wow. six figures potentially on the market that you live in. Wow. And that money can go to like retirement or some other things exactly. in, in life. So yeah, 100%. By the way, if y'all are watching the show, which I know you are at this point, we got a project that's coming out very soon. Run the play. We're going to do some things with solar. So we're going to drop it here in the show notes. One, if you want to look at, you know, solar as something for your house. But also for some of y'all that are like, listen, man, I want to, I'm looking to a new sector for business and as a career. Well, check the show notes. We got something I think you're going to be really, really excited about. And, uh, you know, I, I, I said, listen, I'm, I'm going to jump in here and help some people as well. So we'll, we'll talk about it there in the project. I, I want to ask you um, something else because there's different ways to offer solar. Like I've seen some people, they do door to door. Mm -hmm. I've seen some people, they sell virtually. I've seen some people, they run ads on social media. Which ways have you found uh, success in? Yeah, personally, I you know I come from the, the school of hard knocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I built my career over the last decade in solar. But it's definitely evolving rapidly, especially yeah. over the last few years during COVID, things like that. You know, the whole world was kind of shut down and yeah. doing door-to-door -door in some areas was like a big no-no. Yeah. Um, so virtual is, I think, a huge window of opportunity. I yeah, think that's that what area. We're talking about, yeah. yeah, I think that area is going to explode, especially yeah. if you know how to, you know, you got to learn how to convey energy yeah. across through a Zoom screen, which is a skill set that we're all, you know, we could all benefit from. Yeah. I think virtual. I think also referral-based selling. Yeah. So mastering the art of getting referrals can really change your life. I always said if you can get one to two referrals a week, yeah. I mean, you're making multiple six figures. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest, like I said, one of the biggest bottlenecks or struggles 
in the sales process is it's too good to be true. Yeah. And why, why are they saying that? The reason why they're saying that is because they don't trust you. Yeah. But if you can get referrals from customers, you incentivize them and then they're lining you up, the trust is there. Right. And now it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Who doesn't want to save money? Yeah. Who doesn't want to get subsidies to do it? Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to increase the value of their property, increase their net worth? Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. Mm -hmm. um, what are some things that you learned? Because my background, I did door-to-door -to -door too. I did door-to-door -to -door for gas, like um, for your home. What else did I do door-to-door -door for? Um, AT&T, like U-verse, internet, TV, mm -hmm. direct TV. And I think that's it. What did you learn about, oh, alarm systems. I hated that one though. <laughs> I've, um, I've been there on the the satellite and alarm systems yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, alarm systems wasn't my thing. You know, I'm six five guys, black guy coming up to your house saying, "Hey man, you need a uh, need a little security." Yeah, you say if you don't need security, but it really wasn't my strength. Like, right. and, I, and I was selling it, but I just yeah. didn't I didn't like it. But I learned a lot through that process. So, what have you learned about yourself in door to door that you think entrepreneurs do need to learn? You gotta you gotta face rejection somehow. Yeah. Especially if you want to be in sales. Yeah. If you're you know, if you're looking for yeses all day and people just to click a button and order or whatever, I mean, you're not gonna make a lot of money. You're yeah. gonna be an employee working at Starbucks and, and nothing against those type of people. Some yeah. people just aren't built to be entrepreneurs and salespeople. Yeah, if you're an sure. entrepreneur, you, you gotta have an element of salesmanship to yourself. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned over the you know, since I was sixteen, I'm thirty five now, so it's a long time of doing some type of direct sales is that you gotta one develop discipline because yeah. most of the time in this type of line of work you're not clocking in clocking out mm -hmm. and then two is like embrace the rejection and know that you're getting that much closer to a yes and that much closer to the financial freedom you're seeking yeah i like it so getting rejection how do you face it yourself like mentally somebody's like no Nope, don't want to do it. Nope. Hey, man, you know, the worst one. Hey, man, you, you did a great job. You know what I'm saying? You still walked out. Like, how do you handle it yourself? Um, well, one, I work out. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to let some steam <laughs> out because, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, man, I should have had that one. But then you got to look back and assess, okay, what could I have done better? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to constantly be learning how to become a, you know, sharper salesperson. Mm -hmm. So the way that I embrace it is one, always be learning. Yeah. Two, know that no's are part of the game. Yeah. And learn your math on your closing ratios. Like and my my thing I always tell people it's like, okay, your first 90 days, especially in direct sales, it's like you've got to learn your math. And your yeah. math can get better. Like how many people do I need to talk to to get them to set an appointment? Mm -hmm. Out of those people that set an appointment, who actually meet with me and listen to my spiel? Correct. And out of those people that listen to my spiel and sit with me, how many of those buy? Yeah. And then out of those people that buy, how many of them actually go through till install? Got it. And then you can reverse engineer your paycheck. And then you can start to mold and get better to where your numbers get better over time as well. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree with that because I, I always teach people, especially y'all watch the show, your calendar equals your income. And so it's like, basically what you're saying is like, you got to know your numbers. And then once you know your numbers, it's your job to fill up your calendar to make sure those numbers are there. 100%. Because I think for me, with rejection, it was just, after a little while, first it sucked. And I was like, okay, like you said, you got to get better. And then I had to, I had to switch my mentality because almost inside, I was almost like begging for deals. I'm like, man, come on, please, man. Like I didn't say that, but my presentation was sounding like begging. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, 
wait a minute, this is better for you than for me. Like, even right. though I'm making money, this it, it, and this is the thing, you do have to sell something that you really do believe in. I agree. That you really do believe is a good deal for them because if you are selling something that you don't believe in, it's going to be very hard for you to do what I'm talking about. But after you do that, man, I just learned to not carry no's. Because if you understand no's are a part of them, I can't carry it. And when I say carry it, it's like, okay, let's say I'm talking to one person, I'm like, super excited, like, oh, man, soul is a great thing. And I'll talk to the next person because they say no. Like, yeah, soul is a great thing, man. And they say no. And they're like, man, solar's really good, man. Then you get to the fourth person. You don't want solar, do you? You know what I'm saying? It's, just like, it's changed. Why? Because I, start, I started here, but because of my day, conversations and no's and all this stuff, it changes my intensity. But not knowing, number two could be the person. Number three could be the person. Number four could be the person. But if I don't show up, well, I have a lower chance of getting the result that I want. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're waiting on to be motivated yeah. every day, I mean, you're going to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? you got to develop the habits, the discipline. And that's the most talented people in the world, the people yeah. that make the most amount of money, that have the most financial freedom. They have a certain level of discipline. And the emotional highs and lows, like you can't be too high on the highs, too low on the lows. Yeah. Because if you're too low on the lows, like you were saying, you're kind of you're getting depleted, 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 kind of yeah. falling back. And then you're going to quit and move on to the next thing. Like yeah. develop that dog of discipline yeah. and that will take you, you know, on a rocket. Yeah, I love it. Let's talk about family for a second because you're a very present father, mm-hmm. right? Try to be. Yeah, and, and your husband as well. How, how do you now navigate, okay, I'm running my solar business. I've got to do my appointments, talk to customers, but then I got to go practice we go on vacation we do how do you navigate that process because i know it's a lot of entrepreneurs they're like they're in their process but it's still trying to be in all these different places yeah i think for me and where i'm at right now is i'd rather sacrifice certain level of money mm-hmm. to afford a certain more or oh, let me start over i'd rather sacrifice a little bit of money to own more time with my kids, especially mm-hmm. as they're little. I got a six-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old, and there's they're sponges right now. Yeah. So yes, I do gotta. Daddy's gotta work. He's gotta be able to provide and pay the bills and put money away for yeah. college and things like that. And it's it's a delicate balance. Yeah. You know, it, it's we're kind of going ups and downs, yeah. bobbing and weaving, and things like that. But you know, it's. When I'm working, I'm working, and when I'm home, I'm home. And mm. that's something I've really tried to master. My wife is a really good accountability partner. Yeah. So, I mean, they always say, you know, your best business partner that you marry is your, <laughs> your, your second half. Yeah. And, and I, I was very fortunate because we went through hell and back a million times before yeah. we got married, and I knew we both tested each other, yeah. and she holds me to the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? She looks at me dead in the eyes and said, hey, you said you are going to put your phone away. What are you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, to have someone like that, and I always tell my young people, too, it's like, you're kind of all over the place emotionally, yeah. but once you kind of get a little bit mature and you meet the right person, you're going to slow down and life's going to start to be a little bit clearer on yeah. what's important. Mm-hmm. And for me, time is the most important thing. It is, yeah. And I mean, I sure I like money. I like doing the nice trips and stuff like yeah. that. But if I could be present with my kids, I mean, it, I know it's going to pay dividends. It already is. Yeah. No, you know, E.T. says the best. He said, uh, they print more money. I don't. They're not printing more time. No. So you got to take advantage of it. But at the same time, when you broke, you know, hey, you might need to, you know, put a little time aside and you focus on some money for a little while. And, I, and that's 100%. why I think, I think, I, I don't know if balance is the word I would say, but there, there is, you know, being intentional about how you spend your time. Yeah. And I think all of us, if we're honest with ourselves, there's, you know, there's times where there's a, it's a, 
you know, if you look at how much time you're spending on social media or how much time you're spending watching TV, those times where somebody's getting frustrated by you, if you were more intentional with those other time, those other the other time that you wasted, you probably wouldn't have a problem over here. And I think that's one thing I, I learned. I said, okay, you know what? How much did I spend on Instagram this week? Yeah. Dang. Technology blackouts. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of technology blackouts. Okay. What's that? And basically what you do is you put your phone up on the bedside table mm -hmm. in a drawer and you say, okay, for two hours, I'm not going to look at that thing. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think that, you know, it's one of the greatest tools that was invented is this yeah. phone, but it's also like leading to a ton of mental health issues, yeah. comparison game, mm -hmm. things like that. And it's like, you got to see the beauty in today. You're not promised tomorrow. Yeah. And I feel like just blacking out from social media, blacking out from staring at your phone. I mean, you said it. Like, you can look at your screen time. These smartphones yeah. will tell you what are you spending your time on. And if you're not spending time on being present, you're not going to find peace. You're not going to be happy. Like, yeah. you're just going to feel this sense of, like, emptiness. I need more. And in the U.S. in general, always more, 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 more. Yeah. But... Is that bringing me more peace? Is that bringing me more happiness in my relationships that are meaningful? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, I always have the segment in the show. Uh, it's, it's called Breakdown of Breakthroughs. I believe every entrepreneur um, has breakdowns, sometimes multiple ones. Um, but if you're able to learn the lessons from that scenario, you'll have a breakthrough and the breakthrough gets you to the next level. Have you had any breakdowns in your career? And if you have had a breakdown, if you want to share any of them, mm -hmm. were there any lessons you pulled from that breakdown to help you get to the next level? Um, I feel like currently, I mean, I've had plenty of breakdowns. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm 35. Yeah. You know, I've been kind of an entrepreneur, entrepreneur through businesses yeah. my entire life. And I haven't just clocked in and clocked out and being yeah. an employee. Mm -hmm. So that comes with a level of pressure, a level of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, but that's where faith is so important. So yeah. I would say in the midst of the, you know, the storm around us every day of the unknown, mm -hmm. that's where you got to lean into faith. So yeah. I would say my wife has helped me with this. Some mentors have helped me with this. Is like you just got to trust in God's plan for you. Mm -hmm. So I'd say my breakthrough is, is developing a better relationship with God. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, mean, good. business is cool, money is great, whatever. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur, if you have no faith, yeah, it's gonna be impossible. you're gonna it's gonna be hard for you to lead a good life and lead people around you. So I yeah. think faith has been a huge breakthrough for me. Yeah. There's plenty of other things. I, I feel like in life we're always throwing curveballs. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you'll the more you lean into your faith, the more you're just like, man, is it really that important? Yeah. Am I making this a bigger deal than it really is? Mm -hmm. Most of the time it is. You're making it way bigger inside your head than it really is. Yeah, yeah. So. I like that. Um, one of the things I've seen and, and even heard about you is you're really good at relationships. And, I, and I, I'm a big person that is, a, I believe relationships is a, is a currency. And if you learn how to use it and build them the right way, it could lead to great opportunities um, what are some things that you feel like you do well to build relationships? Mm, that's a great question. I would say, you know, just putting time into them and on and just listening to them. Okay. You know, I'm I'm a super high emotional creature. Yeah. I'm all about the people and supporting. You know, very similar to like yeah. the disc assessment with E. I'm yeah. like a 99 I. Mm -hmm. um, so like big yellow personality. But what I've learned over time is 
you know, it's good to just ask questions and really let people open up to you. So yeah. I'm really good at getting people to look at me as like, man, I feel like I've known you forever. Yeah. It's because I'm intentionally listening to them and getting them to open up. And then I'm not listening with the intent of just responding. I'm listening yeah. with the intent of like, okay, how can I give them solid feedback or how can I, you know, kind of influence them? Yeah in a positive way and where they leave like, okay, that conversation will kept like, I, I want more of that. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to hit them up and talk to them. I mean, a lot of people always ask me like, man, you, you, you have this presence of like, you care. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. Because I mean, I, again, with the faith side of stuff too, it's like I trust in God's plan for me and that yeah. he's, he's kind of putting people into my life at a certain time for a reason. Yeah. And I want to put my best foot forward for those people that are around yeah. me. Yeah. I love that, man. That's powerful. Um, Mistakes that you see salespeople make that that cuts their career short. What would you say? They're just rushing. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody is in a rush, especially these, you know, especially younger. I mean, yeah. and I, I blame but partially social media and the phones and technology. Everyone feels like they're in this comparison game. It's like, oh, this guy on social media, he's a millionaire. He's twenty something years old. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. It's like you just need to slow down. Mm -hmm. And sure, yes, the bills need to be paid. You do need yeah. to make money. And I don't want you to avoid your responsibilities. But at the same time, have you really given it enough time to just master your art in your mm -hmm. current situation? Yeah. A lot of people just want to get rich quick and they're not willing to put in the hard work. Entrepreneurship is ugly. Yeah. 99, it's not sexy. It's not a big glamorous game all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I've been in the shower crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. beat down, like you said, what were some of the breakdowns? Yep. I mean, losing salespeople, <laughs> yeah. losing teams. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my best friends left me and stole people. It's like, yeah. I've been through all of that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still here. You yeah. know what I mean? I've gotten through those trials and tribulations and I'm, you know, further ahead in life and you know yeah. I got a beautiful wife and kids and a family a house car you know what I mean yeah. I got different things and you just got to be grateful and you got to give it time so like well, I would say salespeople slow down entrepreneurs slow down and give it time yeah yeah no, I agree the other thing I would say is just make sure y'all manage your money right. You know and manage because. your money. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. don't get your first check and, and go buy a crazy car or yeah. something. I mean, just slow down. And I, I do say this too. It's like focus on stacking up a nest egg. What does your life cost you mm -hmm. right now? And yeah. keep your expenses as low as possible. Yeah, for sure. One of my mentors, he makes well over seven figures, and he lives off sixty grand, and he gives multiple six figures away to charity. Wow! Talk about a, a life of freedom. Yeah. Talk about a life of power. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got a nest egg that could cover his expenses for ten years, if not more, in a bank yeah. account, a rainy day fund. Yeah. So figure out what your life costs you to live humbly right yeah. now. Stack that up. Get six months, then get twelve months, mm -hmm. and just have it sitting there. Yep. I agree. And then you could go go on a lavish vacation, you know, yeah. just to have that discipline. I think that that would be a game changer for you yeah. if you could do it. Yeah, yeah for no, sure. You went to college. Mm -hmm. You got a degree in what? I got a general business degree and then I got a master's degree. Okay. You know. So you did that and then you say, you know what? I'm gonna do a hundred percent commission. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that decision. Oh, it was it was not I mean I was working with a guy, and that's where I met my partner, Josh Hatch, by okay. the way. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, when I was, yeah, shout out to Josh. I was working for a guy when I was in uh, in college during the summer. I would go do summer sales, like I did security. Yep. There was this one guy, he was my manager, 
and he he hit me up with an opportunity and you know you always got to have your ears open especially when you're younger you're trying yeah. to figure out you know what are you passionate about what do you want to do and he just had this opportunity with a company that never had direct sales mm-hmm. and they had a really good reputation and I was like and the commission structure looked crazy and okay. I was just thinking okay how much I can really do personally and then it they he put together this incentive to grow a team and I was like oh man and just any job coming out of college how much can you really make yeah and I just I my dad was an entrepreneur I saw the freedom that he was able to provide and the lifestyle it gave him and I was like man I can't be an employee yeah and that's I mean the master's program had a concentration in entrepreneurship so I was trying to build my company while I was doing that too so it was just in me I, I I'd rather create my own check rather than saying oh, this is what I'm worth. Got it. I don't want someone above me telling me what I'm worth. Let me go earn and, and show you what I'm worth. Yeah, no, I love that. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your forecast, you know, we were talking about Warren Buffett. Of course, he said he believes that, you know, the deregulation of energy is going to be the largest transfer of wealth. Mm-hmm. What is Kevin Nordine's forecast of the solar industry over the next 10 years? <sighs> I mean, I, I just believe that the market's still in its infancy, even though I've been in it for 10 years and it's hard to think like, man, it's it's only gonna continue to get bigger. But if you just look at the stats, mm-hmm. it's growing year after year at the most rapid pace. Yeah. And there's still markets that aren't even open. Right. Like Georgia, where we where I where you yeah. live, where we live, yeah. it's still like an early adopter market. Yeah. Like in the whole South, I mean, Alabama, Mississippi. So, I mean, it's only going to continue to grow. The cost of the technology is dropping tremendously. People want to be more in a, you know, just a power position rather than just renting their power. Energy independence is really big on both sides. No matter which side you vote on, energy independence is pretty consistent, we can all agree on. So, I think it's just going to explode. And I think there's going to be more incentives that are dropping into it, making it a bigger and bigger no-brainer to make the switch. Got it. I love it. Uh, if I'm a homeowner that's been thinking about solar for a little while, what are some things I should be looking for when choosing a company or a solar consultant to work with? Um, I would say reviews okay. is one for sure. You know, the quality of products that they're using, you know, definitely testimonials. Like the review side is a big deal. Yeah. You, you know, you don't necessarily want to go with the cheapest person because if that company goes out of business and something happens, it can cost you in the long run. So don't go with the cheapest, but get multiple quotes too. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I always tell people, go quote me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm very confident in what I can deliver and what mm-hmm. I can provide and the access that I have to different installers that I can, you know, put my best foot forward to earn people's business. Yeah. So I would say, Make sure you understand the program as well mm-hmm. from the, the utility. You know okay. what I mean? You could even reach out to the utility company and be like, so how does this work? You know what I mean? Okay. If, if you want to feel even more informed. And will they tell me the truth if I yeah, call them? They, okay. For the most part, sometimes they might not know everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can look up whatever your utility company is and look in, like, solar net metering. And they will literally pop up a document explaining it, breaking wow. it all down. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, when considering it, get some quotes. Make sure you like the person that you're doing business with. Make sure the company has good reviews, and yeah, you'll be you'll be in a good spot. Got it. And you feel like solar is a great investment for a homeowner. Hundred percent. Okay. I mean, I, I've I mean, I've been in it ten years. I've had multiple customers where they've been able to save money while they lived in the house. Okay. Sell their home for more money, and get incentives to do it. 
But they're getting ta- they got the tax credit. They save money along the way, and then they sell their house three or five years later for more money. And the new people that move in are ecstatic because it's just rolled into their mortgage, and they don't even see the payment. Yeah. And the things and everything's fully transferable. So yeah. they they get the benefits of you know the buyback program from the utility, and they get to see a minimum amount of money that they owe the, the utility every month. Wow. I love that, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, no, it's I, I nuts. Think it's a great space. Yeah. I think it's a great space. I think it's, uh, for my research, it's growing. And it's not just from, like, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm looking at the business side. There's a ton of growth there. But even careers in solar, like, that, just the energy sector is growing dramatically. And so, you know, if you're a person that's been sitting on the fence and thinking about, like, wait, man, what should I do next? Where should I go? I'm just saying, I think one of, one of, a, one of a, a great place out of a lot of places, but one of the top places is definitely the solar industry because it's really just growing. And so electricity ain't going nowhere. Everybody you know, everybody I know is always going to have electricity. So I always like to get involved into things that make sense and things that's like a no-brainer. And I think this is this is a great space, man. So I, I appreciate you coming yeah, through, man. Sure. Great conversation. Happy to jump back in. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, this is a great conversation. I actually learned a lot about um, the, the solar industry stuff that I didn't even know about. It. And I think, you know, a lot of you all do, too. I've had a few people that's like, Yo, I don't know that much about it. So I was like, Let, let's have a conversation about it. And for the people that want to make some money, we'll, we'll have a conversation about that. It'll be in the show notes here somewhere. Anytime somebody comes on the show, I want to make sure I leave them with something. So um, shout out to Philly. She always be, you know what I'm saying, doing what she do. Let me see if we get that. For you, my man. You know what I'm saying? You talk about trust. Okay. It's a great book on trust. Okay, beautiful. You know? Jacket yeah. from uh, New Age CEOs. You know okay. what I'm saying? Nice. You know? Yeah, that's swag. Fall and winter time yeah, is here. You swag. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I like it's here. That. So, you know? It's here. Um, where can people follow, follow you? Where can they find you? Yeah, I mean, I'm not crazy. Been pushing social media. My wife's yeah. kind of, she's starting to open up and let me do a little bit more. But I am yeah. on Instagram. Okay. It's just my name, Kevin Nordine. Okay, there yeah. we go. All right, good. Yeah. Well, well, I appreciate you. There. Yeah, yeah appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, here, y'all just got some yeah. game on uh, the solar industry, what's happening, how you can be a part of it, and how you can make a decision to see if it makes sense for you or your family. So, you know, we just gave y'all a play. Yeah. Go run it. Go run see y'all on the next episode. Good stuff, man. That's good. That's good, man. That's all right. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run to play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want it all.